She's gone. She's got. We did it. She's gone. <laughs> Corinne Jean Pierre is out of there. Well, I mean, she may be back. We're not really sure. But she was. She was gone yesterday. I think that. I think the big media, mainstream media. I think they broke her. I think the fact that the liberals, for the first, and think about this. This is very. This is very important. Um, for the first time, really, in her in her very short career, she's only been doing this for a year, and, and for the first time in her very short career, she had the media. Hold on, I'm trying to make sure I have all the clips that I need. She had the media attack her. The left-leaning liberal media who for years has coddled every single press secretary since Kayleigh McEnany, and by that I mean Jen Psaki and now Corinne Jean-Pierre. They've been, they've been nothing but friendly to her and they've been bolstering her and they've been throwing her softballs. Now, all of a sudden, in the light of all the corruption coming out of the whistleblowers from the IRS, they just, they just can't be quiet anymore. They're like, look, we just, we can't do that. We have to. We have to uh, do something about this. We have to do our jobs. We have to investigate. We have to be journalists for crying out loud. And that's what they're doing. And it's kind of uh, it's interesting and a little shocking to see what's up. This is Mark K saves the Republic. And uh, I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I'm so glad you're here because we have a lot to get to. First of all, before we get into anything, um, before we get into the new. Oh, by the way, a lot of people believe that Joe Biden is out and that Gavin Newsom is in. In 2024, we'll get to that in just a minute. We'll get to more of the whistleblower. We'll get to this whole Bidenomics mess. We're going to try to get to everything. But first, I want to remind you that um, we are in pre-production right now in pre-order mode for the first ever exclusive collectible coin from the Catriot Mint. We have we have expertly crafted this really cool coin. On one side of the coin is Donald Trump former president of the United States, many believe to be the next president of the United States. On the other side, the flip side of the coin, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, and many people believe could be the next president of the United States, although it seems that it's fewer and fewer people by the day. But you never know in politics that, you know, that the tides could turn just they could turn on a dime or on the Ron or Don presidential coin. We've got this coin in production right now. It's being minted currently. We have a limited first run and we're offering those up to you, the public right now. It's a beautiful one and three quarter inch coin, challenge coin size, great to display, great to flip with your friends, great to show off um, at parties. You know, if you've, if you've got some of those friends that are wishy-washy, they're like, I don't know, I love Trump, but I love DeSantis. Donald Trump's so brash. DeSantis just seems like a politician. If you've got those kinds of friends, first of all, you probably need more friends. But anyway, uh, but you could uh, get this coin for them or at least bring them this coin and say, hey, look, let's make a decision once and for all. Heads, Don, tails, Ron. You flip it in the air and you're good to go. Uh, once again, this is our very first Catriot Mint collectible coin. So definitely something to jump on, especially because uh, this pre-order is going on right now. And once the pre-order first run sells out, uh, we're going to wait till the uh, till later in the year to have the second run. So you want to be one of the first. Go to DonOrRonCoin.com. That's DonOrRonCoin.com. As Jay, my producer, pointed out, he goes, it looks like Donor Ron. And I go, it's not Donor Ron. He says, it looks like you want to donate to Ron. I go, no, shush. Be quiet. I don't pay you to talk. Uh, DonOrRonCoin.com is, uh, is where you go to get yours. Get it today. Um, like I said, it's going to go quickly. All right. So back to the back to what's going. So this White House, this woman, God, I don't even know her name. This woman who's so nondescript. They they went into the bench and they found this woman to do the press briefing yesterday. Uh, I'll get her name by by noon. That's the thing. I mean, I'm here all alone right now. It's just me. I was running around. I had to do a news hit earlier. I had to do this other thing. We're preparing for next week because we're going to be off 
lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to get to. So I didn't I didn't have a chance to Google everything I needed to Google. But this woman, she's a White House. She's basically the assistant press secretary. She's in for Corinne Jean-Pierre, who probably had a nervous breakdown or whose credibility is shot. Anywho. I don't know what's going on. And she was asked, she was asked an, uh, the same kinds of questions that really broke Corinne Jean-Pierre last week. Questions about Merrick Garland, for example, the attorney general of the United States, his involvement, David Weiss, this attorney who uh, prosecuted or or brought the charges against Hunter Biden and the differentiation. There's discrepancies in everyone's story. Somebody's lying. And it's probably Merrick Garland and David Weiss. Listen to this question. Does the White House believe Attorney General Garland committed uh, perjury when he testified under oath that Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss could bring charges outside of his district? I don't have any comment on this. Anita, uh, go ahead. 10 days Stephen, of, I'm uh, moving on. Anita? Yeah. And poor Stephen, he can't even get a follow up. He asks if the White House believes Attorney General Merrick Garland committed perjury. Now, here's why. Attorney General Merrick Garland said that David Weiss had total control over the Hunter Biden investigation. He had total authority over the Hunter Biden investigation that whenever he wanted to bring charges, he could. Whatever those charges were, he could do it wherever he wanted to bring the charges, meaning in Delaware or in federal court, wherever it was, wherever he wanted to do this thing, he could do it. It was totally up to him. Now we're finding out, though, thanks to these whistleblowers, and there's new ones every single day, it seems, we're finding out that that is a lie. That's a lie. Merrick Garland lied. The whistleblowers are saying that's not true at all. David Weiss could not convict or bring charges without the say-so from the Department of Justice and the Attorney General Merrick Garland. David Weiss tried to move these charges. He tried to move this whole investigation to Washington, D.C., to a federal court. And guess what? He was told, nope, you can't do it. Now, again, I'm not really sure I'm not really sure how authority works because A, I don't have any, and B, I don't like people in positions of authority. So, so I, try, I try to avoid them at all costs. So, I, so maybe I'm thinking about this wrong, but if you have total control and total authority over an investigation, you should be able to, I don't know, do that investigation wherever you want, bring the charges wherever you want, bring whatever charges you want against whomever you want. Doesn't that mean, isn't that what total authority is? You don't need permission. And apparently, according to these whistleblowers, that was not the case. That is not what happened. And again, it's not the it's not the right wing fringe media that's describing it. It's the big media. If this if this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. Okay, now this is CBS News, and as you go on in the investigation, as you go on in the thing, you start learning that there were steps that should have been taken that were not taken. There were steps that IRS investigators would have taken had it been anyone else, but they were told no. A second whistleblower has come back, uh, has come forward, well, someone who worked under David Chapley, and he said the same exact thing. The back taxes were paid off, and last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. attorney general Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what 
the attorney general or the U.S. attorney are saying today. Okay, there you go. So we've got now conflicting reports. And the interesting thing is that, yes, these whistleblowers have filed their reports. They've come forward on the news. David Weiss has sent letters back and forth saying he's been involved. He hasn't been involved. He had total control. He didn't have total control. But the big issue is Merrick Garland, because Merrick Garland has said repeatedly under oath in, in front of investigative committees um, that he has not had any role in this, that he has not overseen this at all, that David Weiss had complete control. And that's a lie. That is not true. There are now corroborating witnesses that say that's a lie. And if you lie under oath to the House of Representatives, that's perjury. And if you commit perjury, yes, got to be impeached. Can't have no lying liars in the attorney general's office. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't all lawyers liars? In fact, that's that's I thought where the word came from. I thought they were like, let's be liars for a living. Well, no one's going to trust us. All right, let's just change it briefly. And instead of liars, we'll call ourselves lawyers, lawyers. And that way people will uh, be a little less, they'll be a little less, <laughs> they'll be a little less, um, you know, or a little more, more apt to uh, trust us. So they're good. I like it. Let's get, let's roll with that. But anyway, that's where we are now. So Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, could be brought up as we as we know next week, July 6th, right after the uh, 4th of July Independence Day holiday on these impeachment charges, which should be, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm excited. If it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, horrible. Because the Republicans in the House of Representative, uh, Representatives who, who I mean, many of them campaigned on this, we're, uh, on this accountability claim, we're, we're going to hold these people accountable. We're going to bring them to justice. We're going to get Joe Biden out of there. We're going to root out the corruption. We're going to drain the swamp. That's what these Republicans campaigned on. And now they need to do it. Uh, so if Kevin McCarthy's really intent on doing what he's promised the base he's going to do, then he's then July 6th is the day, um, especially with all these whistleblowers popping up. And I imagine there's others out there who might come forward now. Back to Joe Biden. What does this do for Joe Biden's career? What does this do for Joe Biden's future in uh, American politics? Well, here's that other question from Kevin about something that happened at the White House yesterday. Listen carefully to this. This is crazy. I've got a quick question about the lunch and then a couple of follow-ups from last week. About the lunch, uh, President Obama reportedly told President Biden ahead of 2020, quote, you don't have to do this, Joe. You really don't. Uh, can you say if a similar message was shared today? I can't and I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah. So uh, Barack Obama came to the White House for lunch. We don't know if he was invited. We don't know if he invited himself. I'm probably I'm more apt to believe he invited himself. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like Obama is that kind of guy. He just picks up and goes, Joe, set a place. I'm coming to lunch. And then uh, and then, you know, he rolls in with his with his entourage or whatever. And he rolls through the White House and everyone's thrilled. You know, they love. First of all, he's still calling the shots, but everybody loves Obama. We've seen the videos. You remember the video when Joe Biden was there with Obama and everybody ignored Joe Biden. Joe Biden, the supposed president of the United States, gets ignored at his own event. And Barack Obama, the former president of the United States, is the star. Kamala Harris, remember Cacklin Kamala, glommed on to Obama and they walked out of the room together down the hall as if Joe Biden didn't even exist because to most people he doesn't. Well, now Barack Obama is at the White House for lunch and this uh, Kevin's asking, asking um, you know, this, this woman in the press room, hey, is this like in 2020 when Barack Obama told Joe Biden, you know, you don't have to do this? She's like, what? Because I guarantee she has no idea what he's talking about. In 2020, Barack Obama said, Joe, you don't have to do this. You know, you don't have to do this. If you don't, if you're not up to it, we'll find somebody else. Well, it appears like history is repeating itself. And now that we're headed into the campaign, now that we're starting to see 
the, uh, the, uh, you know, the chips falling where they may. Now that we're starting to understand what really has been going on in the Joe Biden administration and the Joe Biden criminal uh, crime syndicate for years, now uh, Barack Obama may be writing in again and saying, you know, Joe, you don't have to do this. This we'll find somebody. We got Gavin Newsom ready to go. In fact, Tucker on Twitter yesterday was talking all about Gavin Newsom and how he's the surrogate for the Democrats and how he's ready to step in, jump right in. Um, it, should Joe Biden decide or should it be decided by other people in the party that Joe Biden is no longer a viable candidate? And as you start to see more and more of these Republicans battling each other and growing, as you start to see more and more of these Republicans m moving up in the polls, as you start to see, I mean, and it's not even, you know, it's not even the, the whole party, but Donald Trump himself, the indictments aren't working. They're making him more popular. He continues to campaign. He continues to hog the spotlight. He continues to go out there and hammer away at Joe Biden. And Joe Biden continues to fall and flounder and, and hang out with his son. And we get more evidence of his payoffs and the top secret documents that he's hidden in his garage. Nothing is nothing is sticking to Donald Trump and and everything is sticking to Joe Biden. He's getting more and more weighed down by it all. And uh, and so Barack Obama is riding in there and, and maybe suggesting or perhaps even telling him it's time to go. <laughs> we're going to anyway. Well, like I said, we're going to follow all of these stories and more. We've got a big day today. It's whatever you want. Wednesday on the Mark K show starting at noon Eastern, 11 Central. Big, we'll get into these stories. We've got a lot of other stuff we have to touch on. Uh, also, don't forget your Don or Ron coin at DonOrRonCoin.com. Get it now. Uh, get them now before they all run out. DonOrRonCoin.com. The first ever collectible from the Catriot Mint. Something you're going to want in your collection. It's fun. It's whimsical. It's great. Uh, for any, any of you who are still, still deciding, anybody who is still up in the air about who they want to support, or... If you know somebody who's a little wishy-washy, uh, this will be a great way to help them finally make up their mind. Don or Roncoin.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for downloading this podcast and following us wherever you happen to follow us. We really appreciate it. And we hope that you continue to listen every single day because every single day you need to be in the know. You need to know what's going on. You need to be uh, you know, ready to ready to 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 argue and debate. And, and be you know, contrarian when necessary. If somebody attacks you, you need to be able to fight back. And we all need to grow our numbers. We need to make sure that we are a syndicated group of individuals growing together so that we have the power and the, and the, and the population in 2024 to do what we need to do. And that is save the republic.